up with cash it's your host cash money morgan you guys oh it's been a crazy time the fourth of july was freaking awesome best holiday ever um i definitely got a cold at the lake but if you go to like the ozarks you know that that's like you're coming home with something so i'm just grateful i came home with a cold <laughs> but um something really exciting though i didn't fall in love but i definitely met um someone verified from OU that was kind of that was kind of a vibe like we check mark never really had that before but so that was super fun but um honestly came back and you know we're back in the work vibe I feel like I haven't honestly stopped since Miami but in a weird way even though I haven't stopped it's like I'm still already rested so I feel like I'm giving 110% and I'm and I'm loving it and it's a great vibe it's full send it's it's awesome but without further ado please give a warm welcome to my guest Pierce May what it do Pierce, welcome to the podcast, Thank you so much, man. Cash How you feeling? You feeling fresh? I'm feeling fresh. It's good to be back in America. So uh, yeah. speaking English is a is a beautiful thing. It is. It is. Did you have a good Fourth of July being back in America? Yeah, yeah it was chill. Um, went to the lake that weekend. Ended up raining on us, and then got to see some family. So it's been That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, Living yeah, the dream. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so Pierce has a bunch of super exciting stuff. Obviously, you just came back from. France. Well, maybe not so obviously, but oh, for people that know me. <laughs> <laughs> like, obvious to me. Um, yeah, so you just got back from France. But before we get into that, right. the people need to know who you are. Okay. I'm, I know who you are, but they don't know who you are. So. Absolutely. So, um, I'm Pierce Smith. Hi, Pierce. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> from Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, born and raised. Um, that's home for me. Um, and then, I, went, I know... Cash Money Morgan through Evangel. Oh, you can just call me Morgan, for no, sure. No, I have to call you Cash. I mean, keeping up with Cash, I have to call you oh, Cash okay. Money. So we met at Evangel. I played football there for four years and then got a degree in finance. And then kind of I got a job. And then we'll get into this in a bit. But I just got back from, from Europe. And now I'm back in the States. Boom. Boom. That's So me. exciting. Like, Beerus was doing something we all wanted to do, and that's super cool. So, talk about um, you graduated and you right. got a job right away. So, I got a job. Um, I stayed in Springfield, Missouri for about six months, and it was cool. Um, just like a, and it was an accounting firm, and I'm a finance major, so it was cool, but um, it, I just don't think it was the greatest fit for me at the time. Maybe down the road it might be, but at the time it wasn't a great fit, so... Um, it was a good experience, but I'm glad I'm glad I ended up leaving. Yeah. Okay, so Pierce is being a very humble guy. Pierce is a humble guy. So when you went to France, you went to go play... American football. American football. And you have to say American football <laughs> when you go over there because obviously they say football, soccer. Um, but yeah, shout out to Chase Gehring. Um, so my, my good friend Chase, he went and played two years before I went, so in 2020. Um, and he got me he got me the hookup over there and so I went over there and I, I played for six months and I just got back so. so how do you go from like sitting in your eight to five you know yeah. you're typing spreadsheets you're looking at the time clock Literally. and then you're like man I could be playing football in Europe right now like how did that even like how did that idea even spark for you so the big thing was chase um, we had talked about it and he's like dude I mean the opportunity's there if you want to do it and so I got in contact with the team they said hey if you want to come like we'll we'll start working on it and so I said you know get the ball rolling and we'll take it from there and then 
next thing you know, I'm putting in my two weeks. I'm saying, hey, this is an opportunity I can't pass up. Everybody was in full support, which was nice. Like I still have good connection connections with my bosses and everything. So from there, it just it happened. Yeah, and where did you stay again in France? Bordeaux, France. So it's like like the number one wine country in the world, like okay. Bordeaux wine um, on the west coast of France. You know, you have the beach an hour of what, an hour away, the mountains two hours away. I lived on a river. It was just, it was gorgeous. Gorgeous. So it can be pretty intimidating going mm -hmm. by yourself to a foreign, you know, a country you've never been to and being there for so long. So what was kind of going through your head and how did you mentally prepare for for being there for what was it well i you know I, i'm i'm graduated but i still always like a semester like. right right i mean technically it was if you think yeah. about it as a semester yeah. it's pretty close <laughs> mm, pre preparation was that's interesting i've never been asked that before but what can i say i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> Sorry. number one podcast in america yeah. um it was it was difficult because it, it kind of all came at once because um i so i went there january like 6th or so and then I only got the notice in like late, or sorry, early to mid uh, December. So I had a, it was a quick turnaround. Like, hey, here's my two weeks. I'm packing. I'm moving all my stuff out of Springfield into my uh, yeah. So, and then preparation was just like, you know what? It's a once once in a lifetime experience. It was just all a mental thing. Um, I said, you know, make the most of it, and I tried to. But yeah. and then I was on a plane. Were there moments where you were like, "Shoot, am I doing? Is this the wrong? Should, oh, should I go of home?" Of course, like of course. <laughs> but once you get over there, like I, I had to sign a contract and everything. So like, as I'm signing the contract, I'm like, "All right, here it is, six month, six month commitment. Like I'm in this thing." So. Yeah. So let's talk about how you get there. So how was you know the cultural differences between mm -hmm. the team versus where you were living? Can you talk about like where you were staying and how it all worked? Sure. So I was staying with the physical therapist for the team. The team's called Bordeaux Lions. Shout out to uh, all the boys back home. Or Is sorry, there? not back home, <laughs> back in France. Um, but I was staying with the physical therapist. He was generous enough to, to open his home to me. So I stayed there for six months. Um, and then every two weeks we have a game and everybody, like all these, everybody I'm playing with is not in they're either like getting their masters or some of them are in high school like there's there was an 18 year old on the team some of them are like have full-time careers like there's a wow. there's like a 28 year old but all of them absolutely love american football like they're obsessed with it so that's what's super cool and then i just got to build relationships with those guys got to um you know meet some of their families their girlfriends um and then other than that i mean it was just it was it was great to meet meet the people over there and see how they live and how, you know, sometimes I would take American football for granted, but they absolutely love it with a dying passion. So with the team, are most of them all from France then? Yes, uh, most of them are all from um, Southern France specifically. So it's kind of interesting. So rugby's like huge over there, obviously. I don't know if it's obvious to people, but rugby, especially in Southern France, rugby is everything it's rugby is life and so live laugh rugby i literally. guess yeah um and so some a lot of these guys used to play rugby but now they they transition to another contact sport which is american football so a lot of them are from bordeaux southern france a few from northern france that's kind of like soccer football country but uh yeah they everybody's from france basically so France always has that stigma about, you know, they don't like tourists or right. Americans. So how was that when you were there? So I will say 
Paris, that, that's that's pretty true. Like Parisians, I think is what they, what they call them. But um, even the people, like some of my teammates, are like, "Yeah, Paris is cool. Go there once or twice." But honestly, like I'm French and I don't even like to go to Paris. And I'm like, "Dang, that's crazy." Wow. Um, like for you, you probably love it because it's you know fashion and right. like all the, yeah, of course. <laughs> but like for me, it was cool. Like see the Eiffel Tower, see the Arc de Triomphe, like the cool stuff. And then other than that, it's like I'm ready to get back to Bordeaux where the people are nice and I can yeah. sit down and have a charcuterie board with the boys. <laughs> so you also were getting your master's too. Right, right. right? So I'm, I was getting my master's. Uh, I still am actually through Liberty University. So I was just doing that like online. Sponsorship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Private Christian school through and through. So time zone wise, did that really affect mm. classes or anything or? It was honest. It was kind of, it made it a little bit easier. And I say, I say that because, so I was over there like through the, the daylight savings but it was like either six or seven hours difference. So like say I had an assignment that I hadn't get gotten to, I would just stay up till four in the morning and get it done and it would still be on time. So That's that crazy. was clutch. Yeah. That's crazy for that. So what would you say was one of the biggest challenges living there? Like what, one of the things that was really difficult? I mean, the hardest thing would have to be the language barrier. Um, in the, I say that because a lot of the guys were actually I don't know if they were nervous, but I could I could just tell they were they weren't like super adamant to like hang out with me, and and some of them were the the ones that were like pretty close to being bilingual or or that were bilingual, like they would hang out and invite me to stuff. But some of the other guys I just didn't get to know as well because one I don't speak French, and then two they barely speak English, and so they don't want to like Dang. just that language barrier is too difficult. Um, I took I took Spanish in high school, so if I would have went and played in Spain, it would have been maybe a little bit different. <laughs> but French is just such a difficult language, and yeah. I know a lot of the guys are giving me a hard time about not learning enough French in six months. But I, sh- I should have applied myself more. But that's that's probably like one of my biggest regrets is like learning more, not learning more French. Yeah. So, so on the football field, then mm-hmm. did that language barrier play in that at all, not or at not all. really? Not at all. Um, well. Coaching, coaching wise, I guess, like if, if the coach, he, he spoke pretty good English, but if he needed to give me a pointer, like maybe there were a few language or translations that didn't translate perfectly. But other than that, they, they said all the plays in English, um, like they accommodated everything to me. And wow. sh- shout out to Ulysse. Um, he, he was kind of like my go-to guy for everything. He helped me with everything. He's bilingual. Um, he'll be in the States soon. So sh- uh, that'll, be, that'll be fun to. Why are you going to drop his like? confirmation you know flight number no 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 like i'm just that. saying like it, it's just he's he's super cool guy he uh, he helped out with everything and he was a fellow o lineman so like oh that's cool yeah like everything through everything football wise he was able to translate and make sure i understood so was there was a certain game where you were like man this was the best game of the entire season like Sheesh. this is the one that I'm gonna tell my grandkids about. So you know. our first our first away game was probably one of the coldest games I've ever played in my life. Shoot, like the refing is a little bit difficult because a lot of them are volunteer refs, and so it was like a four-hour American football game, which is insane if you know American football. So it was like snowing, sleet, and, and you're out there for four hours, and it was oh it gosh. was rough. Um, so that was that was an interesting one. That that one stuck out. But the one that really sticks out is um, I think it was like our second or third away game, and we win. And I I wasn't I wasn't prepared. And uh, Chase Chase was with me on he he played with me that week, and um, so we win. We get on the bus. Next thing you know, they have a huge speaker, 
like the music's bumping they have american music they have french music they have edm music like wow everyone's going crazy everybody's taking their shirts wow. off like one of the they, we have two bus drivers and one of them's crowd surfing through the through the bus like the coach is getting crazy and chasing her like what is happening <laughs> and everybody's like oh it's just rugby culture like this is normal like you know after win or lose after a game like you just have a good time and so yeah. uh they had a good time. I'll say that it was crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I'll never forget that moment. It was. It was. Shoot, it was a movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, what's one of your just favorite things about mm -hmm. France or the experience in general? Honestly, I would say the people and kind of the way they live, like the culture. It's it's very different. Um, it's obviously like they they're they're political structure is a little bit different and you kind, of, you kind of see that in the way they live like you know they have the free health care they um they pay a lot more taxes so they have, lot, they have a lot more universal things but at the same time they they enjoy their relationships a lot more and you can tell that you know like they're not about getting the bag 24 7 obviously they, some people are but a lot of them like you you go out and have a four-hour dinner like wow. regular regularly like you're with your boys and you, you just go enjoy life and it's 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 like in the middle of the week as well which is super cool so it's just the way they they kind of take life easier and everything's relaxed and mm -hmm. they enjoy each other they, they value those relationships very heavily so I just admired that a lot that yeah. was super cool that's there's a quote too that people always say that like America we you know live to work mm -hmm. and that in Europe they work to live and you, I think you can kind of see yeah. that yeah especially like and and this is like everybody asks me this but like the flights are super cheap throughout the year so like sometimes you can catch like a 10 20 dollar flight to a different country and so these guys are like they they work and then you every you know once or twice a month you catch a you catch a flight over to a different country with your with your you know your friends or your girlfriend and you do your thing and then come back and get back to work oh my gosh that's yeah. the life i need that's yeah. what that's what I'm, I'm doing things wrong right no it's super <laughs> cool it was it was it was awesome so I got to you know travel as well yeah I was about to say you did some traveling mm -hmm. while you were over there where are some of the places that you went so I went to Italy three times um, <laughs> <Slight bugs. laughs> yeah. well I, two, two places in one trip and then so I went to Milan with my mom uh, she was able to come out for two weeks and so we got to travel to a few to, to a few countries um, and then Chase came and visited for two weeks we got to travel a bit and then I did a little bit of traveling on my own, but not much. Okay, but talk about where you went on sure. your own. So this was, so when Beers, we were talking when mm -hmm. you were in France, and I thought it was just the absolute coolest thing that you were doing this. So can you just kind of talk about it a little bit? Yeah, it's like where I traveled, right? But also like how you wanted to go and just do it alone and like vibe out. Sure. So, okay. <laughs> He's like, Morgan, shut up. <laughs> so, uh, so I went to Italy. I went to Milan. I went to Venice and Rome. Uh, Rome was my favorite out of those three. I went to How Spain. Come? Why was it your favorite? Because of the history. So you have the Colosseum, you have the Roman Forum. It's like, because, you know, America, it's old, but it's not old. You know, you get over right. there, it's like, I looked it up. I think it was 80, 80 uh, AD. It was like the year stuff yeah. was built. It's just insane. It, yeah. It's hard to wrap your head around. And then I went to Scotland. That was one of my top places. I um, went there with my mom and we went up to the Isle of Skye, just beautiful mountains and cliffs and everything like that. Ireland was cool. Went to Ireland twice. Mm. I went to Spain twice. I went to Spain once with some of my friends and then I went to Spain by myself once. Uh, it's called Tenerife and so it's an island off the coast of I Africa. Went to Iceland at the end of the trip. That was probably the best out of everything. 
Why was that the best? Um, one, one reason was because I was with two of my friends from, from back home. And then another reason was because it's just gorgeous. And we rented a van and, and drove around the whole, the whole island and just That's awesome. vibed out. And then there were a few other places, but I can't remember them at this moment. So, yeah, to get to like the vibes part, I guess. <laughs> the vibes, the vibes were cool. So, um, shout out to shout out to Toby. He was like, dude, honestly, like you're you're getting your masters. You can do that online. Go go buy a hotel or something in a different country and just vibe out by yourself. Just go meet people. Go go to a beach. Do yeah. whatever. And yeah. so I did that once. Um, you know, it was a little pricey. I, I spoiled myself a little bit. I'm not going to lie. He's like, yeah, I got the prime rib. Like, I mean, no big deal. Shoot. <laughs> With the lobster I tail. To, like. I had to. I mean, I came back a little broke, but we're vibing. <laughs> when in Rome, you know? When in Rome. Literally, I guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what did you do while you were there by yourself then? Uh, I met a few people. That was cool. And then, honestly, like, I just kind of reflected. You know, I just, I just sat there, like, in my own thoughts, which yeah. was cool. And just admired God's creation and... Um, obviously did some like tourist stuff, hiked a volcano and you know, some cool stuff, but it was just, I just, I was kind of reflecting over my time in France and in Europe and reflecting like how God is moving in my life. And you know, all these people, like there's so many people in America that'll never get to get to go over to Europe like I did. And that's crazy to think about, you know, um, it's not a bad thing. It's, it's, it's cool. Everybody has their own journey. But there's so many pe loving people over there, and um, they just they they value people, and that was I just that was my biggest takeaway from France wow. is just like love people. So that's awesome, Pierce. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so you said too. Okay, dating life in France. So is, it, is, there like, is there like French Tinder different? Or I'm just <laughs> shoot. Okay, I'm just kidding. no, no, no. We can get into it because it's actually funny. Like I like my first week there, all the all the dudes are like, dude, you have to get Tinder. Like Tinder is everything. You know, because it's, it's I like, feel like America is so like, well, it's like low key a hookup culture. I'm not gonna lie, and like that's just not my vibe. And so the, they were like, "Dude, get Tinder." And then half like the next week, "Have you gotten Tinder yet?" I'm like, "Nah, it's just I'm I'm okay. Like it's just not yeah. for me." Um, even the guy I was living with, he's like, uh, "Pierce, have you gotten Tinder yet?" <laughs> I'm like, uh, "No, no, not yet." You know, that's um, funny. yeah. So that's just that's just a funny little story. They yeah, they yeah. love Tinder. So, but did you meet like any? Mm, not really. The most of the girls I met were um like the guy's girlfriends and so i'd hang out with them a lot and they were they were some of the coolest people i've ever met like it was cool to to hang out with them and their girlfriend i was like i was a third wheel obviously but it was just cool it was very cool so is the culture different there where um because some places in europe like you can go up to someone mm -hmm. randomly or like at a bar and you can all of me like hey what's up and it's fine but some places like you can go up to someone and they're like no or they won't acknowledge you or they won't talk to you what was what was that like like if you were walking down the streets in france and you're like oh this person mm -hmm. is beautiful i want to meet them would, would that be normal or no i don't think so it a lot of the places were hard for me to like get like understand like the the yeah. dynamic and the the environment i was in you know like you go to a restaurant or like a bar or something and you just don't understand like hey is this like do i do i sit down do i need to be wait to be wait yeah. to be seated do i need to be like with the group are there reservations are there not reservations and especially obviously if you if you speak english and not french you're like crap like uh, here comes google <laughs> translate time to, oh time, to time to look like a like a tourist but um yeah i i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure i'm not gonna lie i didn't i didn't shoot my shot with anybody obviously but uh there's always next time right right <laughs> you <got Iceland>. so uh, <laughs> 
I, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. I like. I'm from the south, and so you meet somebody, you, you say, "Hey, how are you doing?" And they yeah. Say, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Just everything. Um, and that would happen. I would. I would do that a few times with people like just give me a good look or a weird look and say oh i'm good okay in yeah. french but yeah very cool yeah very cool so what was the coolest food you ate or anything mm, coolest food um probably my favorite thing was like just a charcuterie board like obviously they have that here in america but over there it hits a little bit different so much better probably I'm like assuming. you have like you have a glass of wine you have your cheeses your um your foie gras your pate like the meats everything and then that was like probably number one and then up there was like just a steak it was like a high quality steak my last meal shout out to alex dewberry my other my other good friend over there him and i went and bought like it was just the two of us and we both spent 111 dollars on like a one last meal like hey this this is our last meal together last for, supper. yeah exactly so we had like steak, truffle mac and cheese, like salad. Oh my gosh, everything. truffle mac and cheese. Yeah, we, we went hard. We went hard. <sighs> but it was it was it was insane. Yeah. So I know we talked about that some people, you know, in America will never have the chance mm -hmm. to go to Europe. Do you feel like people should you know, not, I'm not saying like, oh, we, you know, should have the right or anything, but do you feel like as a person it it's kind of important to immerse yourself mm -hmm. in a different culture or like if you can ever leave the country do it that kind of thing mm, i say it depends because the coolest thing about the united states and all these all the guys back uh, back in france were saying this like you can go to one side of the united states and go to the other side and they're totally different so you can that's the cool thing you don't have to travel and break the bank and fly 16 hours across the world just to experience a different culture like go to New York if you're from the Midwest. Go to California. Go to go up north. Like go to Louisiana. Just if if you if you don't want to break the bank and like you don't want to go over there, you're, you can do it here. But at the same time, if you can go over there and you have the opportunity, I 100% endorse it because you know the, one the language barrier it's super cool, and then two you just get to it's kind of like going on a mission trip I guess. Like you get to see a totally different side of the world and see a totally different culture it's like not a hundred percent like new york or going to california you, you get to you get to see it, it takes it to a whole new extreme i guess so yeah i would i would totally say if you have the opportunity do it that's awesome mm -hmm. so when you were with you know the guys on your team or your roommate and stuff like that are things that are trendy and normal here in the u.s the same thing there like are the music yeah. artists the same mm -hmm. like the you know the memes the stuff that's trending on twitter you know was it like on the same page about stuff or P pretty close so united, the united states is like the number one entertainment country in the world like you know most of the world's entertainment whether it's music tv movies everything comes from that comes through through the united states um so you know like marvel's huge over there uh like the music like obviously like a lot of the football guys listen to like american rappers and stuff but at the same time they have their own like france is probably uh, I'm not 100% sure on this, but just in my experience, like number two or three in in like creating their own entertainment and things like that. So, you know, they have like French musicians and French movies and everything. So, yeah. Well, very mm -hmm. cool. Very cool. So you're taking this experience and you came back to America. Mm. What are you going to do with it? You know, hmm. like I said earlier, um, the biggest thing is loving people. So. I I saw this I don't I don't know where I saw it but it, it was something about like 
you have different you can be wealthy in relationships you can be wealthy financially you can be wealthy and like mentally all this thing spiritually and so i've just being wealthy in my relationships has like been a pretty big focus and so i've always like been a people person but now it's like i you know who cares if i if i miss something if i'm if, if i'm in growing a relationship like even here like you and i are growing our relationship right now just sitting here and having a conversation right. just little things like that if i go you know have dinner with someone for two or three hours that's me pouring into them and they're pouring into me and we're building our relationship sure i could be you know doing something in the stock market or making money somewhere somewhere right. else but um just valuing people that's that's the biggest takeaway for me and i'll I'll take that into my next career and my or my next job and uh, throughout my career. So that's awesome. Yeah. How do you feel like God used you then, or maybe how He's going to use you now? Okay, interesting. So sorry. No, 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 no. 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 Spiritual plug. No, no, no. Please do. <laughs> so another thing is, I think, and I don't know if this is a regret or it's just like one of those things. It was like you know the cliche season I was in or whatever. Stop. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's everyone you want their seasons. So being over there, I think God was working through me more than, you know, he was working in me more than like I was, he was using me to work through some of those people. Um, Like I probably, I probably should have evangelized a little bit more. And, but my big thing is always build a relationship first. And then like the evangel, like you you, you can show them who Jesus is second, you know? So I built, I built like, deep relationships with those guys that's where when i go back over there or if they come over here like then you can get into like the deep stuff and start to really understand so building that trust um was something um but god was working through me through one the relationships two he was showing me hey trust me and i'll take care of you you know like you like because coming out of college you're you know you're chicken with your head cut off you're just yeah. trying to figure things out and you're so lost. exactly yeah. and so he was like hey let's let's go take a chance on this and i'll show you you know i'm here for you so yeah and i think it takes a lot for someone to be like i don't know what is gonna mm-hmm. happen but i just feel like i need to go do this right. and i think coming back you're probably really confident in so many different areas just right. being like i just did all of this not alone but basically like alone you no, know and totally. so like my confidence that was one thing like yeah. i've always I've always had like decent confidence, but it's always been on the lower side, I think. So like, that's one thing, like my confidence is built and it's, it's like, that's something that he worked through. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's interesting too, how you say the evangelizing thing. Like when I went to Cyprus, Mm -hmm. they say the same thing. They're like, honestly, people will always just be like throwing things out. Like God, this, you know, like do this or you're going to go to hell. And it's like, when you build a relationship and people trust you and they're like oh this person loves me like this person cares about me and then you're like hey i care about you like have you ever done that you know i'm here for you if you need anything that's almost a bigger ministry than just like throwing it out and random and it's even bigger when you're over there in a a foreign country because you have to you have to fully immerse yourself into that culture so like um whether you know, you have to do the activities that they do. Like, obviously, if it doesn't align with your beliefs and, and things like that and what the Bible says, then don't do it. But, like, little things, you know. So yeah. you, you have to you have to understand where they're coming from and, and put yourself in their culture to, to understand where they're at. So, yeah. So I'm sure it must have been hard at times, you know, being a loner, missing mm. your family at mm. times when you were in there. Absolutely. <laughs> how, did you, how did you kind of cope with that? I mean, we Sheesh. all know that I have, like, really bad coping mechanisms. I would put a bot, like, a French purse or something. But what did you do? 
Um, it was hard because of that time difference. Like I couldn't call my friends. I'd have to stay up and they would have to, they'd be just getting off work and it'd be like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, golly, man, my yeah. sleep schedule was horrible. Um, but I guess just trying to stay connected to my, to my friends and, and things like that. And, um, just keeping my sanity, sanity spiritually, you know, making sure I relied on God. So like, that was one of those things. Like I had, I had to rely on, on him because I didn't have those connections or like a, a church over there. Like an English speaking church at least. So just things like that, uh, staying, to, staying connected to, uh, to people back home. That was probably the biggest thing for me. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. So now what's next for you? I guess job wise, or you're, you're figuring everything hmm. out or I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. That's it's, it's kind of cool, but, um, as funds start to get lower, I need to start figuring out, <laughs> figuring out. Oh, like, there's always bio life. So. Yeah, of course. Of course. There's, there's ways to make money, but, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going through that, you know, I'm, I just got home kind of, so I'm just, I'm enjoying seeing people that I haven't seen in six months. Right. Um, it's me. I'm people. I'm right. just <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know, I'm, I'm seeing my family and my friends and, and making sure like everyone knows, Hey, I'm safe. I'm okay. I haven't changed. Um, but you know, applying to jobs, going back. I want, I probably want to go back to Tulsa, maybe stay in Fayetteville with my mom. Midwest is, is life for me. I'll always be in the Midwest. Yeah. So big Midwest guy. Yeah, big time. <laughs> the people are nicer. <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure. I'm figuring it out still. And it's real. That's mm -hmm. honest and real. I mean, everyone is figuring everything right. out in their own way. And so, so how do you feel like this experience is going not affect your future and stuff like that, but you know, you said your confidence has grown, mm -hmm. your relationship with God has been different. So how has that affect maybe like your dream for your dream job or something mm -hmm. like that? Like has your time in France affected or changed what you envision? Like this is the life that I want. Yes, but in a weird way. So when I first got out of college or even going up through high school, I was like, you know, I had to be successful. I have to make money. I have to, you know, be the next CFO of, of some big corporation or I have to, you know, be an entrepreneur and, and make lots of money and everything. But, um, it's just, it's important to me still, but it's, it's just not, it's not my number, you know, two or three focus anymore. Yeah. It's shifted down. You know, I'm, I'm more focused on building these, these relationships and making sure, um, I'm strong spiritually and I'm making sure like once I have a family, I'm a great dad, a great husband, things like that. Like that, that's, those are so far more important than, than making money. So, yeah. Um, that's going to affect me for sure. And then at the same time, probably just like when I go into these job applications or these job interviews, just, you know, I'm, I'm another guy. I'm, I'm guys, Pierce is so pure. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, just give this man a job. Sheesh. Like, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's me, but like things like that. And, you know, I'm going to walk into the job and I'm Pierce Smith. I've been over the, I've been in France for six months. I've had these experiences in the past that have, that have change my life for the greater you know um i've been on this journey and i can bring value so wow yeah that's awesome mm -hmm. so football career is that where are we oh, at on that man, gonna, people keep asking coach me or right <laughs> i mean i've thought about it i love i love you know football and and the kids um and it, it'd be super cool to change kids lives through like you know even coaching high school 100 um, percent you know, DJ's trying to get me to go play play at Evangel again, but I'm not sure if that's the move. Um, and then, like, also, if I really tried, I think I might be able to like con contribute some some way to like play at the next level if I like you know dedicated myself for a year, got super ripped and like fit and everything. So 
I don't know. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take it. That's kind of what this time is being back home as well, figuring things out, yeah. figuring out what's my life plan, what's what's next for Pierce. So what's the dream job, honestly? Sheesh. I mean, obviously, dream life, wife, kids on a boat so, somewhere in Fayetteville or something. So obviously, like people ask you this ever since you know you're in middle school, you're in high school, and I don't know if this is like. I don't know, but my big thing is I just want to be a dad. I cannot wait to be a father. Oh and my gosh, I know, that's so I know. <laughs> it's like it's What's a, a, oh, wait, that's, wrong the wrong, that's the wrong one. Yeah, I'm laughing at your dream. This is oh no, that's not it either. There, there it is. Yeah, yeah. But I would I would love to just just impact the next generation and and impact my my kids' lives and make sure like the things that the things that I went through they don't go through things like that. So just to be a good father and a good husband. That's, 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 that's so awesome. That's number one, yeah. I mean, Pierce was an RA in college. I so was an I RA. feel like you've literally been just the kind of personality where you love to love people and take I care try. of them. I try. And so I'm, that makes perfect sense, mm -hmm. honestly. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, trust God and the money will come. You know, I'm just trusting God. I'm going through, you know, doing my doing my due diligence and, and uh, It'll it'll all work out. Just put your trust yeah. in God. That's what I'm doing. So Dang. I'm vibing. I'm vibing. Vibing. We're back in America. Chilling. We're speaking English. That's it's right. Beautiful. Well, yeah. I'm just <laughs> uh, was it ever scary there? Like oh, it was so scary. Crime or anything? Oh or? no, no. I mean, I'm a six foot six dude that okay, weighs 330 I be scared pounds. If I go there, I mean, maybe don't walk around 3 a.m. You know, oh. <laughs> but. Um, no, Bordeaux. Sad girl hours. I'm right. Kidding. Bordeaux is probably one of the best places you can be in France. And even the people over there, they're like, yeah, Bordeaux is the place to be. Paris, eh, a little dirty. People are a little mean. Probably the crime's a little bit more. But Bordeaux was, it was legit. So, so what was your favorite memory of all time mm. in, in France? Mm. Mm. Favorite memory? Hmm. There's so many that it's hard to choose. One cool one was I went up to... Um, one of my friends that I mentioned earlier, Alex, um, we went up to his family's up in, in the, the vineyards in wine country, like the hills and there's everything, right? And then they have a rugby team out there and it's like, think of like the country rugby, uh, country American football team, like a, like a, a, a Texas team that's a bunch of country dudes that are just playing because they like to do next to them and they're not playing for the money or anything. So we go out to this game, we spend the weekend with, with his family, we eat good food and swim and everything and enjoy the time. And then we go to this rugby game and it's these, it, these crazy people are going like going nuts over this rugby game. And it's just these, these diehard fans that are, that are there just because they love their, their small little town. And that was just so cool to see that rugby, like to see the rugby culture, it was insane. And then we actually ended up, or the team that we were supporting ended up losing the game. But everybody stays for hours after the game and just they they communicate with each other and they just have a great time and they they relax so it, it was it was a very different experience but it was one of the coolest things to see that's awesome mm -hmm. that's awesome so if you ever have to go to europe again where are you gonna go sheesh um bordeaux i, I would say really I, yeah and i i mean i say that i have to stop in bordeaux at least i have to see my guys i yeah. have to if I, if I go to Europe and don't stop there, it's like disrespectful almost, you know? It's like, uh, I'm here, but I'm not gonna come see you. Yeah. So um, that, I'd love to go to Germany. I, I didn't make it to Germany. And then it would be super cool to go to like the Nordic 
like you know Sweden and Norway and all that stuff. Man, so you just have like no no desire to go to like Greece or anything. Oh, Greece is up there, but like oh, I want to yeah. do that with my wife. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. That's that's the other thing. Like I don't want to go to these romantic <laughs> spots. Like you know what I mean? I'm not trying to go there with the boys. And, <laughs> You know, I could, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm just built different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's more of a girly thing, so to see her enjoy that would be cool. That's but, cool. Yeah, shoot, very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing this. It was a pleasure. Awesome story, Pierce. It was a pleasure. Okay, Pierce. So as we get into this, obviously you know how I like to end every show. Of course. This man, this man, be listening to every episode. Pierce is like a fangirl, and I love it. I'm no, so I'm, I'm not a fangirl. I just support my friends. Okay, like. okay. Come on, you can be a fangirl. Right, no, right. no. <laughs> no. Pierce is literally the bomb.com. I always, and it was so cute because like whenever he would like, I can tell when people listen like the different areas on the stats, and it's like. Oh, Pierce listen! Ah, yeah, she would hit me up. She's like, "What do you think of the episode?" I'm like, "How do you know I, I listen?" Know. <laughs> like, I know I'm a creeper. Creepy. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so I end the show the same way every single time. Fave quote, fave song, and what do you want your legacy to be? So, and Pierce was ready. He came strapped up. I mean, I tried. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm slacking on the quotes because every time. I come around a good quote, you know, every time and every so often, and oh, that's my quote. That's my quote, and then it changes. Right. So, um, I would say, I don't know who said this, but I would just, maybe it's in the Bible or something, but <laughs> just love it's probably people. like John 316 right, in there right. somewhere. Like, uh, just love people. I'm sure someone said that before and I'm sure it's a quote out there and whatever, but love people. Like that's put people first and obviously put God first, but like people are so important. This it, chasing the bag is there, but man, those relationships, like yeah. you'll never get those back. And that just seems like that's the biggest thing that. It, 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 changed it really changed everything because yeah. I was always worried about making money, but you know, who cares? You're not going to die. That money's not going to go with you to the grave. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. People, when, when you're at the, when people are at your funeral, they want to say, we'll get to that in a second. Because oh, okay. <laughs> the legacy, shoot, that, shoot. the <laughs> legacy is one part. Okay. Number two. Number two. Favorite song right now. Favorite song. If you know me, Pierce Smith, you know that I listen to almost every genre and I, I try to, you know, mix it up. But one that I've been vibing to recently is called Easy on the Eyes by Texas Hill. <laughs> Texas Hill, excuse me. Uh, it's just a vibe. It's a little bit country. You want to sing it? I'm just <laughs> I could, you know, I'm not going to lie. I listened to it on the way here to prepare. But uh, So that's that's a good vibe. And then last, my legacy. I want to be... Be a dad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's, that's actually one of the things. So, you know, at my funeral, like I said earlier, I want people to say he was a great man of God. He was a great husband, a great father, and he loved people. Cheers! So, yeah. I think, I think everyone wants that, but that's just like... <laughs> You're just like such a pure person. Like, I appreciate that's, it. That's so awesome. Yeah. And people need you in life. And I think that's why you were an RA. That's why mm -hmm. you went and joined a team. Like That's why you're in positions where you're usually a leader. Because sure. that's your heartbeat, is love people. You know. Well, I appreciate that. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, thank you so much, Pierce, for coming mm -hmm. on the podcast. Been a pleasure. Hopefully, I see you again soon. Right. <laughs> um, but to my listeners, you guys, love you per usual. I actually decided to take Kim Kardashian's advice and just get up and work. And <laughs> so the podcast hat photo shoot is happening this weekend, and I'm so excited. I cannot wait for all of it to drop. Very limited quantity, either just... Should be a damn, talk to me, whatever. If you want a certain color, just hit me up. We'll figure things out. But love you guys the most, and I hope that you have a great rest of your summer. Take the words from Pierce Smith 
and love people. Do things that are out of your comfort zone, meet people, travel. I mean, even with Pierce talking about that, I've even been thinking like, oh, what if in the future I just go on like a month solo trip, which is probably super dangerous, <laughs> but I'll figure it out. I don't know. So love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in and have the best week.